What other facts you got for me? Dolphins used to have back legs. Really? What's up guys, Jordan here. Today we have a long overdue day in the life of a digital marketing agency owner, AKA me. So I've got Lucas with me today, it's 10 a.m. right now. We are overdue for a catch up, so we're gonna go get some food and then I'll give you guys a rundown of the schedule for today. We've got loads of meetings, agency-based stuff and academy-based stuff, really busy day, pretty much all the way through to about 11 o'clock at night, so it's gonna be a fun one. So yeah, let's go, let's go get some food, shall we? Kind of, there's something I quite like about being up before, you know, before the world has woken up almost, and working before the world has woken up. I just think yeah. that you have to just adapt, like how you're being, like throughout different time of the years. Like in the summer, like it's you can you can you can work late and then spend time with family or whatever in the evening or like friends in the evening. But in this time of year, I'm spending, I'm working earlier and then finishing, finishing earlier, earlier, so that yeah. I can then yeah just spend more time doing something when it's actually light. I still haven't got used to this whole um, mask thing in, uh, in public and stuff. It's... You don't have to wear it now, mate. <laughs> oh, oh shit, yeah. Oh shit. Oh my God. Not, not thinking straight, mate. You've just been rocking around Norwich <laughs> with the mask. Oh, the what it is, is just, a, just going for a walk with Becky. Mate, no. What it is is just a little bit of free advertisement for the company. Yeah, but you've got to use your head I when you. Really use, your, use your head, Lucas. When you're a marketer, you've got to be constantly advertising the brand. So that's, that's it, mate. Smile and say cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. So here we have a wonderful specimen of a vegan burger with some vegan cheese and some fries and uh, all sorts of lovely stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm surrounded by vegans. Joe's a vegan, Johnny's a vegan, um, who's one of my friends. My mum's pretty much vegan. So I do actually enjoy veggie and vegan food, um, but I haven't had this burger yet. Well, so. I want a rating out of 10, please. Okay, shit. Sure. Um, oh, Christ, look at this. We've got the, the squeeze test. This the, is uh, yeah. all, all this vegan blood falling out of my burger. Food blog, mate. Juicy bite. Mm. Bite. Bits of suspense, please. Just one moment. <clears throat> <laughs> so juicy, so succulent. Man versus food. <laughs> no, this, this is good. This is really, really good. I think this is one of them Beyond Meat burgers that has like the, um, like the, it's made with beetroot, so it like looks like it bleeds. Could um, you tell it was meat? If you... No, that, I can tell it probably isn't meat. I can tell that, but it's very, very tasty. I'll give it a solid 9.5 out of 10. Okay, so food done, and I want to give you guys a bit of an itinerary for today. Um, so you know, I think it's about a year since we last did a day in the life video, and you're going to notice quite a big transition today in how much workload I have on the agency itself. Because I think the last time we recorded one, I just started building a team, and I was still micromanaging everything and all the elements inside the team. But now we have Joe, who's a director of the agency, my business partner, and also Tom, who's a full-time media buyer or advertiser. They literally manage absolutely all of service delivery, which leaves me to do the things that I actually really enjoy doing. 
doing in the agency, uh, which is specifically strategy. So when we sign up new clients, I will work on the high level strategy stuff and Tom and, and Joe will then go and execute that. So I'm actually gonna do some strategy stuff later on. So itinerary, we have a meeting at 2 p.m. with Joe and Tom, so both of the agency team members will wanna run through some client ad results. Uh, 3 p.m. I need to start working on a new strategy for it's one of our new clients, a company called Mortgage Friends, which we call. I know you wanna go through a few things, don't you, Lucas? Lucas is hiring a new member of the team, so we're gonna have a little chat about that. We've got a live Q&A inside the Affluent Academy this evening at six. And then at 11 p.m., which is a late one, I have a, a, a podcast interview with Nathan Chan, who's the owner of Founder Magazine. And uh, yeah, it's 11 p.m. because I think he's based in Australia. So it's a bit of a long day. Unorthodox, normally I'm in bed by 10 o'clock and I'm asleep by half past. But uh, yeah, we've got to do that podcast and he's going to be a great guest. So that is the itinerary. Hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I love it when you say that. No, I'd never use that word. Fucking buka. Buka. I just want something with a bit of buka. <laughs> Camera's doing my head in. I just want a camera with that nice little bit of buttery buka in the background. I want to look so cool, so professional. That's all I want. Jordan, listen, I just wanted to give you um, a brief update on, on the agency at the moment and go over a couple of the ad accounts that we've got running between. We've just had a huge summer and loads of people have just been buying everything, particularly over COVID as well. Mm. And it's kind of that period where people start to cut back on their spending a little bit in terms of e-commerce anyway, mm -hmm. um, in the kind of build-up to Christmas. Um, we have managed to retain every single client from summer so far. So that's absolutely wicked. Cool. So we haven't lost anybody at all. Why don't we just start spending a bit more and retargeting if we can sustain it? I can see the frequency is only on like six and a half or whatever. Or is that that's previous? I don't know what the frequency is on at the minute. So we can probably get away with increasing the spend a bit. Then I can just have a discussion with him on whether they want to like decrease the budget or whatever over December and whatnot. And yeah. we can always just hit things hard again in spring. But now we know what works with them. We could, surely we could just, well, we just demand higher budget next year and therefore just spend double down on absolutely everything we've done this year. Okay. Um, we're doing just over 10 rollouts, which is, I think it's incredible. Yeah. And those guys are extremely, extremely happy. Uh, I was mentioning to, to, I mentioned just before we jumped on this call, Tom is a new member of the team and he's just been absolutely killing it. Luke, Joe's been handing over as many uh, ad accounts as he can to him so he can, uh, he, so he can take over. Um, but yeah, wicked. Thanks for that, boys. Um, uh, Joe, did you say you need me to do that um, mortgage friends uh, strategy? Thanks so much, gents. You have a good day. I'll switch in a bit. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Okay, so this is a brand new client of ours. They're called Mortgage Friends and they're disrupting the mortgage industry. They are actually assist a company of one of our existing clients and I genuinely believe this is a multi-million pound idea. They are essentially re-educating or wanting to educate people about mortgages, get people away from going to mortgage advisors, charging large fees and using preferred lenders, which then means you don't necessarily get the best interest rates. So they're creating an info product which is gonna teach people everything they need to know to go and actually get a mortgage themselves, okay? And get the preferred rates, the preferred lenders and all of that stuff. And essentially save tens of thousands over the course of their mortgage. 
Now, this company have come to us um, and they want us to come up with the full marketing strategy. So I've kind of just jotted down a ton of ideas around this company, what platforms we can advertise on, their unique selling points, the price points, and most importantly, a front-end offer. Because the most important thing that you need to think about with any kind of marketing strategy is how are we going to get people into the top of the funnel? And so if we're trying to get people to want to get a mortgage and they want to, want to get to, to do it themselves and actually learn how to do it themselves, we need to establish what it is that actually people want when they're looking for a mortgage, what they really want to start off with. And that usually is they want to know how much money they can actually get or whether they actually can borrow money to get a mortgage. And so the, most, the, the thing that makes the most sense to me is offering some kind of a free borrowing estimate. So if somebody inputs the vision I've got, if somebody inputs their income, their job, what they do, um, and maybe a little bit about maybe some other eligibility criteria we need to ask them, but essentially it will then throw out an amount, an estimate, which they would be able to borrow to get a house. Uh, so that's what we would use as our front-end magnet, as you could say. I mean, we could do a credit check, we could do some kind of free consultation, but a credit check costs money and a free consultation costs time. So the free borrowing estimate on a landing page with a calculator is probably gonna be our best bet. And so then we can target people such as first-time buyers, we can target the youth, and we can also target people who are existing homeowners and offer them the opportunity to remortgage their home and also other people, maybe business people who want to buy to let. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just coming up with this strategy. Then I need to present this to the guys, to Tom and to Joe, because ultimately they're the guys who are going to actually be going ahead with this. Once they're happy with it, we'll then pitch it to the client, get a thumbs up from them, and we can start moving forward with this strategy. So just finished up on a ton of admin for the day. Uh, there's always loads of admin to, to do. So well, I say loads, probably about an hour or so of admin a day. Um, but there's no point recording that for you guys. It's just emails and inquiries for both for the agency and for the academy as well, VIP support emails, things like that. Um, but Mary filters out the majority of them. Still got Mary, who's my PA. She's still with us and she's doing a cracking job and she's, like, she's just an evergreen member of the team. Um, let's go around this way. So she filters out the majority of emails and she responds to definitely all support emails as well and then filters things out to, to Joe and everyone else. Uh, but there's always still still things for me to catch up on. So I thought we'll go out for a walk. I like to go out for a walk every day as, as much as I possibly can to get out of the house a bit uh, because I get a bit cabin fevery if I'm just kind of stuck in the office the whole time. So um, yeah, I thought it'd be a good time to give you guys a bit of a life update because I realised it's been a bit of a while since I've, I've done one of them. So I got back from... Ibiza, a trip away with friends, there's about eight of us, we had a really cool villa. Um, that was about 14 days ago now, so I'm just out of my, 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 my quarantine period. And it's just really nice to just get away, spend some time with friends, reflect, and I think it's really important every now and then just to have a bit of a blowout and just, uh, just have a bit of a mental reset, so that was really cool. I've also got Becky, who's my girlfriend, my partner, who's just moved into the house as well. She moved in last week, I asked her to move in with me when I was away. And it's kind of the natural progression of our relationship because Let's just sit down a minute because I think it's uh, probably going to struggle with the sun in a minute if, uh, if, it, if it comes back out again. So, um, yeah, we've, 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 we got together at the start of the year and we spent so much time together during lockdown that we've pretty much moved in together anyway. So it's just kind of made things official and she's now moving in, which is going to be exciting. And she's working very closely with me in the business. I'm hopefully uh, going to have her working alongside me with the agency and the academy as well. So that's going to be cool, getting her to do some, some PR-based stuff, which is what she's been doing in her, in her uh, job before. So um, that's that. And what else have I got to tell you? Uh, this year, I've really well, I say this year, as of the last kind of couple of months, I've really been spending a lot more time away from the business. I've been allowing myself to take afternoons off when I want to, whereas at the end of last year when we were launching Affluent, I got into this 
this, this period of working 16, 20 hour days, which I think is really, really important sometimes when you're trying to get something done. But then I think it's also equally as important that you would that allow yourself a couple of months to just release and actually just enjoy the, the fruits of what you've built. Um, so that's kind of the period I'm in at the moment. I've been taking a lot of time off, just really enjoying myself and just really allow myself to, to, to take time away. Uh, I've also started speaking with some financial advisors. That's another really important thing to mention. I've, I, I was recommended to do so because I'm kind of a bit bad with my money in the way that I just let money stack in the business account. So I will not pay myself a huge amount of money. I'll buy things when I want to buy them, but I'll let money sit in the business account and then I'll just let it rack up and rack up. Problem is it's not really doing anything for me. And so I spoke to a financial advisor who is going to take on a portfolio for me and uh, we're actually gonna, you actually get a, a, a tax-free pot of around 40,000 a year to chuck into a pension, which we're going to set up. And I've always been anti-pensions. I've always thought, oh, well, I'll just make sure I'm as rich as hell by the time I, I pop my clogs. But actually, what I didn't realise is that's a tax-free pot away from corporation tax, which I can be saving up, which we're going to be doing. We're going to set up a personal ISA as well, as well as doing some property investments. As of the start of next year, I want to start doing buy-to-let and also buying-to-sell. Uh, so I can actually start doing something with this money. And within the ISAs and the pensions as well, we're going to be setting up a separate company, which is going to start doing some trading with that, hopefully seeing between 6 and 12% returns every year. So I'll keep you guys updated with that. And if any of you need an introduction to a financial advisor, you're in a position where you have, um, to be honest, I think the minimum portfolio they take on is 100,000. If you're in that position, you've built a wealth portfolio, you want somebody to manage that for you, let me know and I'll be more than happy to make that introduction. And yeah, these guys were introduced to me by someone I know who's uh, doing pretty well for himself. So yeah, um, right, we have... Uh, Lucas, you wanted to talk about this new employee, didn't you? So Lucas is taking on a new member of the team. He's going to be taking on a sales guy. Lucas owns Hamby Media, the really successful uh, media agency and also social media advertisers. And now at the position where they want to take on somebody new in the team, want to take on a sales guy. So uh, let's head back, it's starting to rain and uh, let's try and drill down how you can get that sound. So obviously like we spoke a couple of days ago on the phone about my agency and that we're now kind of in a position that obviously we've grown a lot recently. Um, there's a lot of service delivery, which means I can't really give the time and effort needed to the, to the outreach side, which is obviously very, very important. So we're actually gonna take someone on full time as a sales director. I did try like doing someone just on a commission only basis for a little bit, but mm. it didn't really work to okay. be honest. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna go. We we'll do that, which is exciting and obviously scary at the same time. Yeah. But um, just wanted to like talk to you as someone who's managed people in that similar position, like commission structures, incentives, and also yeah, just what how it works with managing them. So first of all, yeah, mate, I had the exact same experience with the commission only thing. I always find them, like for the first like conversation you have, the first couple of weeks, they're so buzzed, massively like happy for the opportunity like know the earning potential because it is massive earning potential yeah. um but the problem is is the buyer's process is too long like the agency so like but it, it takes like two three weeks to actually sign up a client from the first contact in some cases and so and it's two, out of their hands as well isn't it oh yeah once you, they book the meeting in exactly so if you're doing it on a meeting setting standpoint so you're setting the meeting and they're setting the meeting you're closing them then it relies on you as well to actually close yeah. them and so I can kind of understand why after two weeks of them calling loads, if they're not getting any results, it can, they can lose motivation on it, especially if they're not getting any money whatsoever because people have got to pay bills. We have, at the moment, I mean, I've, I've been going on to Joe about us taking on a new full-time guy. Um, and we have a, I told you earlier about Connor. Connor's mm -hmm. a full-time sales guy. Yeah. yeah. But he just works on the academy. I want to replicate the same thing with the agency 
Um, but at the minute, we're getting so many inbound inquiries. We were actually looking at doing a base lift around 1,500 plus 10% commission. 1,500 a month. 1,500 a month is what we were going to do plus 10% commission because I, I want the, the, the basic to cover outgoings but not be too much to be able to rely on that. So it's not right. providing too much of a good lifestyle. So I think the reoccurring revenue thing is where it's at. Yeah. And definitely having a basic there is important. What you could do, the only other thing that we were looking at is paying 10% for all of our leads that we've generated, but paying 15% commission right. if they're doing the end-to-end lead generation as well. I think an important thing to talk about as well, because obviously I've been, my agency's now been going for close to two years but obviously it's taken up until this point to get a full-time sales director uh, what is your advice for someone as an agency owner when they should take that leap or whether they should outsource someone to do their sales do you know it actually really annoys me in full honesty of um of how many people i see new agency owners looking to outsource sales like even people who are posting in the Affleck academy saying hey i'm looking to outsource sales who wants to do it because you got to look at it as like from the sales guy's perspective who in their right mind would want to work for an agency who've got like one or two clients, they haven't proven themselves, and work on a commission-only sales structure? There's no incentive whatsoever. There are so many sales jobs out there, so many better opportunities than working for a company that hasn't already established themselves. Yeah. And I actually think it's lazy. I think you're start- if you're starting an agency, then you need to make sure that you can, you can close clients yourself. Or at the very least, if you want to get someone doing sales straight away because you're really scared of it, which is fair enough, give someone a percentage of the business. At least incentivize them because if not, you're literally selling air. You're giving them nothing. If you haven't got clients to actually to sell and actually show that you've got a tangible business, then there's no reason for a sales guy to sign up with you. So I think at least wait until you've got like five, six clients that you've closed yourself or... Get, take somebody on and actually give them a percentage of the company. Yeah, because being a business owner, I think it's sales experience is so, so important. And there's yeah. that saying, isn't there? Jack of all trades, master of none. But I think as a business owner, as an operator, it is very important to be able to at least know to a certain extent that area of the business. So when you do bring someone on, you know whether they're doing it right. You yeah. know how to manage them within that role. Um, and yeah, so that's that's another well, element. But definitely, but 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 the fundamental of of any agency based business, it's a sales driven business. Yeah, so exactly. the bottom line is, you're selling a service to other people, but it, the entire business resolve, revolves around selling that service. If you can't sell the service, it doesn't matter if you're the best person in the world at Facebook ads. If you're the best person in the world at Facebook ads, but you're not competent enough to actually go ahead and sell, then you need somebody who's going to fill that void. And it has to be a business partner. It has to be incentivized to have a friend or a family member or something and like that. And this comes back to the whole thing of being self-aware as a business owner and how important that is. Because it's not actually cut out for everyone. You know, not everyone's not everyone should be their own boss, should they? And it's no. about being self-aware enough to know whether what your skills are, whether you should actually, you know, you you would be the best number two in the world. Yeah. That's that's also a really important element yeah. and you don't run yourself into the ground because yeah. you're not necessarily someone who was built to be to be that entrepreneur. And that's that's perfectly okay. Tom yeah, uh, Tom exactly. our media buyer he came to us um, he actually was somebody who went through the academy and actually reached out to Joe and said, hey, look, I've actually realised I don't actually want to own my own agency, but I want to be part of something. I've got, a, I've got a passion for the actual marketing side of things. Let me work for you guys on that side. I love that. And that's wicked. And you don't want to hire entrepreneurs. Like Ultimately, you don't want to hire someone who's an already like aspiring entrepreneur because they're just going to learn what they can from you and then yeah. move on to start yeah, their own no business. there's no longevity there. Yeah, they, there has to be A players and there has to be B players. That does not mean B players are any less than an A. It just means that's your role within the company. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that you should be earning significantly less. You can still have a, a big 
significant piece of that pie. Yeah. Bottom line is, Joe loves numbers. I love driving business forward. And that's why it works. Yeah. If Joe was me, it wouldn't work. We'd clash. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely with egos. <laughs> <laughs> but you said this to me once before. You know, I was talking to you about a potential new business partner for me as I wanted to grow the business. And you kind of looked at us both and said, you're like the same, you've got the same skill sets. And like you say, that's not, you want, you want opposing skill sets that are going to complement each other. Definitely. What's up guys? Welcome to the Q&A. Guys, let me know in the chat when you've got a question, I'm going to unmute you. I'm going to start off with Chris and I'm going to find you right now, Chris. How's it going? Yeah, good. How are you? So we are now coming up on to what we call the Christmas rush. So November is going to be really, really busy, okay, for, for agencies taking on new clients. So anyone who's got any kind of business which has any kind of product which could be sold as a gift around Christmas is a really good client to hit up right now. E-commerce stores, mega. Clothing, mega. Um, just kind of almost anything e-commerce, which could be a product that could be bought as a gift, aka the product is between $50 and $500, they'd be really great clients to go for at the moment. So it doesn't, that you can build a page very, very quickly through like third world traffic, for example. So that doesn't matter. It's more that they have the actual, a solid business. It's like they, they have existing customers, they've got a great product and they've got a great brand. Cool. Right, guys, uh, that is the end of this Q&A. So I hope you have enjoyed it. I am gonna, um, I'm gonna upload a, a recording of this into the group. I'll do that tomorrow. And uh, yeah, we'll be back again next so it's going to be Wednesday or Thursday. I'll put it in the group before the end of the week, though, so you've, you've got a notice on that, and it'll probably be 7 p.m. instead of 6 p.m. And yeah, have a nice day, evening, morning, wherever you are in the world, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Thanks, guys. Go smash it. Welcome to my new podcast, Getting Chatty with Platy. Now, the idea of this podcast is that it's going to be a multi-platform series, sometimes uploaded to YouTube, sometimes even just an IG Live, talking to people I have a genuine interest in, and not just in the online business space, but people from all walks of life, ranging from elite academics to compelling authorities within their field of expertise. Now, what I'm going to try and do is... I'm going to try and cut the shit from the regular mundane podcast where the same generic questions are asked. And what you're really going to listen to or watch today is two successful people having a chat about life and business. And now we're on Apple Music as well and Spotify. So make sure you subscribe on those platforms. Now, today's guest is Nathan Chat. Now, he is the owner of Founder Magazine. It's a paid magazine for young aspiring entrepreneurs. He started as an IT technician before retraining in marketing and then launching Founder Magazine, which has now got a huge following online with 2.6 million followers on Instagram alone and over 250,000 subscribers to the magazine. So Nathan, thank you so much for being here. And now, as I said with my podcast, I'm trying to steer away from the generic business podcast. So I want to actually understand the minds of entrepreneurs and the businesses they've created. So I thought we'd start off with 10 lighthearted, quick fire questions today. So is that okay with you? Are you ready to get chatty with Platy today? 
Yeah, let's do it. Okay, guys, it is the end of the day. Podcast over. I'm really happy with how that went, so that's going to be uploaded. To be honest, I don't really know if this is going to be uploaded before or after the podcast, um, but it went really, really well. So if you have watched it and it's out, then great. I hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't and it's not out, then hold tight and watch it. It's going to be sick. Um, yeah, long day today. This is kind of a, a not the usual day. I'm, usually I'm kind of in bed by 10, asleep by half 10, so I can wake up relatively early, get to the gym and stuff. Uh, but I hope this has given you a bit of insight into how kind of my lifestyle has changed over the last couple of years. You can probably see that away from my other business ventures, there's not really so much agency work I have to do anymore. We've built the team and that's the beauty of this business model. Once you build that team, you really can gain full-on freedom back in your life. I've probably only done two hours worth, maybe max agency work today, if that. Um, and, and that's pretty standard. So yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have, please do let me know. I will do more Day in the Lives in the future. Lucas is going to be coming down once a month from now on to do uh, new content with me, some more uh, highly produced videos like this one. And uh, yeah, just let me know in the comments what you liked about this video, what you would like to see in future content. And I'll be sure that we create that every time Lucas comes down in the future and the guys at Happy Media. So thank you to everyone um, from Happy Media for producing this video. And I will see you all very, very soon. Thank you so much. Cheers, guys. <laughs> you've got yeah. no facts. You've got no facts. <laughs> you've got no facts. So you've got no facts for me. Mate, I've got no facts. I don't do, I don't do facts, mate.